And today on TechEdge, it's going to be maps and apps, or map apps, for social studies. Hi, I'm Guy Trenin. And I'm Allison High. And this is TechEdge. And today, we are starting something new, and that is we're trying a new format. We're going for shorter segments, much more focused, trying to bring you things you need or things you might want, and be able to get this over lunch break or when you're waiting for the doctors, anything like that will be between 7 and 12 minutes or so, so you can get it in high definition and quickly. The first thing that we're going to talk about today is Google Maps, and our focus today is social studies. So the first segment that we will do mm -hmm. is going to have a map focus. Um, on Google Maps, I'm going to show you the different layers that you can use, the different terrain, and how you can use it in your classroom. And we're going to briefly talk about Google Earth. We've talked about it before, so it's just going to be a mention about some of the features that really will add to any emphasis on geography, especially topography. And then uh, some things that you can use with the Weather Channel. And the Weather Channel is a way to combine social studies and science. So we've got the map aspect and then the things that are happening around us, which again at the elementary level especially allows us to combine things and get more bang for our buck as we try to cover these special topics. And so let's go to Google Maps. So you can see that I already have my Google Maps pulled up. And I want to point out that up at the top, there is a search bar, and you can type in any location you'd like to look at. I went ahead and I typed in Dillon, Colorado. And we're going to look at this one just because it has a really good feature of the mountains, and I'll show you that in just a second. Um, but up here, I want to show you that there's the search, and that's where we're at. You can also look at directions, if you would like to get directions to wherever it is that you are showing in your classroom. Um, you can also see that right here there is a small little body. It's outlined in orange and then there's also an eye. If you click the orange, you will see that it will give you a street view. And this is great because you can actually move it around and look around to see what is surrounding the area in Dillon, Colorado. But something else great is that you can walk down the street. If you push forward on this arrow, you can take your students on a virtual tour of whatever it is you're showing them. Perhaps it's a city that they're learning about, perhaps a different country. Or even their own neighborhood, because early on we start, kids' start position is their house and their school. So those are great places to start. They're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. They can see it. They're always amazed by how current it is and what they can see of their own house. But then they can start tracing from there. And then as they get older and they explore more areas, they can actually see places they've never been to. The next thing that I want to show you is if you click back, it will take you to the satellite view. And you'll see down here that the page is turned up. If you click on that, this will show you all the different maps that you can see. You can look at the standard map. You can look at the terrain map, which I'll go ahead and load up for you. And you can see that it does a really great job of outlining the surrounding area. If you go back, you can also look at the hybrid, which you can see it still shows all of those mountains in there, all of the roads. 
And then you can also look to see the traffic. You can turn the traffic on and off. You can drop your pin at different locations. So if you want to zoom in a little closer, you can see that it dropped the pin and then you can look at the street view here. So this is great if you want to show your kids around the map and you can't exactly get there. You can take them on a virtual tour. We did talk about Google Earth before. So this is a view of what it looks like when we zoomed in quite a bit and then we tilted the iPad and you have to turn on the tilt. You go to that wrench and turn on the tilt and then you can see actually the skyline uh, not the buildings, but actually the topography. And if you just use your fingers, you can turn it around and look from all directions. This is the Weather Channel app. And the reason I like the Weather Channel app is it's got the same map features as all the other apps. So you can actually see the aerial picture. This has a temperature overlay. So when we were close, we saw that all of Nebraska was at around the same temperatures. But as we zoom out, we can start seeing the weather patterns across the United States. So we can go even bigger and look at the whole continent, or oh, actually most of northern America. And you can see how the center is hotter and the East and West Coast, especially towards the North, are cooler. So this is one way you can do. And it, one of the things you can do is, with the features, is actually look at a time map that shows you how these change over time. So they have a loop of about two, three hours. And it keeps on showing you how these things spread. And that would be true with any kind of layer. So you can layer temperature. You can look at any of these. You can look at snow, rain, and what the temperature feels like, UV index in the summer, or actually in the winter as well, radar map. So you can look at all of these things. So we can see, oh, radar map. I can see that there's a storm. Where is exactly the storm? It's east of us. There's a line of storm advancing. So all of these things that uh, kids are used to seeing if they watch the news, if they watch the Weather Channel, they can actually explore doing this. And again, this is where social studies can easily meet science and get a lot of that done and exploring with interesting phenomena, whether we're tracking hurricanes and we're learning geography through it, or we're thinking about the weather patterns in a specific state when we're learning about Nebraska and its history. All of these things can really mix in well together. And we can have kids that really explore this world. Because again, all of these map apps allow you a lot of exploration and a lot of new learning that was never possible before. So we talked about the apps that really allow exploration and depth and it's got all of these things that are fantastic but really complicated. The next two apps are really, really simple. And I've said this before, I like simple at times. And those two, there's Tap Quiz, which allows kids to explore the world and find out where different countries are uh, placed on the map. And the second one is capitals around the United States. And the reason uh, I like the state capitals one is that it's really built for two. You can do it on your own, but it's not as fun. But if two kids have, one of them has a device, the other one can ask the question. And then 
they can quiz each other. So I like that very, very much. Now, what age range are you focusing on here? State capitals, I think, would work from second grade and up. Um, kids can practice. It's no, I don't think that's something you should spend a lot of time on in school. But it's something that they can use for fun. They can learn the capitals and get some sense of geography. Um, tap quiz, probably somewhere between second and fifth grade. And I think that if you include that, as a short activity, it can happen actually even earlier mm -hmm. as kids learn so they can still focus first on the United States, then if they're learning South America, I think it's fourth grade in Nebraska, but I'm not sure, uh, you can suddenly just go for Latin America, Middle America, and all of that. So you can actually select the zones. You don't have to do all of it. And kids can take that and since it's free, uh, and they have, they may have access to devices. They can practice at home as much as they want and gain all that knowledge. And there's always all of these discussions about can kids tell you where Afghanistan is? Most adults can't, but we want kids to be able to do these things. And this is a great way to just get some practice going and not spend a lot of time teaching that. Sure. So let's go to the iPad. So this is tap quiz maps and tap quiz maps you can see that you have a view of the different continents and you can actually select the area you want to focus on. So if we're focusing on the US, you can actually choose a region, let's say Western region. And now what happens is you have the name of the state and you have to find it. So I have to find Colorado and there's a hint. So if you don't answer within a certain number of seconds, it'll give you a hint but it won't give you the points. So I got to get at least one point. Ha. So this is what it looks like. And if we go back to the main screen, it'll give you a score, by the way, only if you finish the activity. So if you do not finish the activity, it won't give you a score and you can go Here's another example. You go to Latin America and again, it's subdivided into region. You can go to South America and look at that. And obviously it's turned the other way because the map makes more sense that way. So that's how it's going to be displayed. And then when you look at the information, it just gives you the basics. This is what you want to do. This is how you play the game. And when you look at other game modes, those already cost. But this basic app costs nothing. So for practice, if you're working on a specific area of the world, that is a great way to get things going. And this is capitals. And you see it's very simple. If one child holds it, it says North Carolina and a question and the other student can try to answer. Now, kids can do it on their own without a partner, but I think that's actually a great partner activity. So they can learn it as they're going along. Alaska, Juno, etc. So that's all it does. It's fantastic in that way. And um, it allows you to play around, send emails with state capitals and all of that. Again, very basic app just what it is. It's just a practice with state capitals, name of the state, name of the capital, and that's really good practice. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, our next segment will be a social studies focus again, but we will be focusing more on the history aspect of it.
fantastic. So we'll see you next time on TechEdge.